welcome to the Sports Circle Show. My name is Aiden Oddhouse, and I am so glad to have you here today. We're going to be touching all about the Phillies, so make sure that you stick around because there's so much to touch on. First of all, I want to talk about the Phillies bullpen broke down in the past couple of days. However, Connor Brogdon... He struggled quite a bit, and then Rob Thompson wanted to go right to it on the game on Friday, which was Bryce Harper's first day back, and I'll touch on that in a second. But I want to touch on all of the injuries for the Phillies. And so Anthony Dominguez is on the 15-day IL, and I want to make sure I touch on the what the right injury is. And he's on the 15-day IL, hopefully 15 days. And this is his first actual full season, not really, but I guess you could necessarily call it a full season, kind of, because of getting all types of surgeries and stuff like that, but I'll talk about that on another time. So he's on the 15-day IL due to, the, due to triceps tightness. In my opinion, I think he is the best closing pitcher for the Phillies. There's no one better to have Brad Hand. He messed up the other day, allowed two runs, we won. And I don't necessarily think he should have got the win, but that's the way it rolled. And then Connor Brogdon, he blew a save as well. Um, but on Friday night, Jose Alvarado, he made it happen. They only had him go in and pitch two pitches, but those two pitches, he did great. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And so, next one to Corey Knable, and he's out for the season, and Knable had a torn capsule in his right shoulder along with an injured lat. And he's going to try to avoid surgery with treatment, but again, obviously, as of last updated on August 22nd, he would not pitch again in 2022. And then, again, David Robertson, who the Phillies got from the Cubs, he's good for the most part. However, he ruined his first attempting to get his first save as a Philly this season. Kind of his second run as a Philly. So... Hope to see better things, but again, you know how it goes if you've been watching baseball long enough. And so David Robertson then redeemed himself again on Friday night with getting through that inning. I'm so glad he got through that or else that would have been a struggle too. And now we're going to starting pitchers. How about Kyle Gibson on Saturday night? Hey, it was a great game, and then the bullpen took over. They won the game six to nothing. But let's talk about more about Kyle Gibson. And it's been a roller coaster for him this season since having those two great starts against the Braves on Ju on July twenty seventh and against the Nationals on August fifth. He had some struggles. When the Phillies played the Nationals, he pitched a no-hitter through six innings. Ended up not allowing as many earned runs as he had in some other games. But if he's able to 
minimize the amount of runs that he allows, I think he'll be good in that department. However, I will say this. He is capable, but it's about making it happen. And so that's just an important thing that we think about. And I just need to point something out, and that is, how about Aaron Nola? Aaron Nola threw a complete shutout. Garrett Stubbs was the pitcher. JT had his night off. I mean, when you talk about a night that Nola needed to have, he needed it badly. I'm telling you, he needed it badly. How about Aaron Nola against the Reds on Thursday? That was a great, complete shutout. His connection between him and Garrett Stubbs and all of his pitches that he threw. He had a two-seamer that looked like it was going to go outside but then curved right back into the edge of the strike zone. I mean, it was awesome. And Garrett Stubbs says that, said that he thought he got better as the game went on, which is always something great to hear. And these are his stats. He allowed five hits, zero earned runs, zero walks, and 11 strikeouts. He had 101 pitches. 77 of those 101 pitches were strikes. And now has a 9-10 and 10 record with a 3.08 ERA. So that is something important to hear. And talking about ERA, now I want to go to Zach Wheeler. And he has a 3.07 ERA. However, he was just put on the 15-day IL. The same day that Bryce came back, he was put on the 15-day IL, sadly. However, so far this season, he's got... Uh, 11 and 7 record, 3.07 ERA in 138 innings pitched. And he led the MLB in innings last season in the 2021 seasons. And like I said, the Phils placed Wheeler on the IL with forearm tendonitis. And so for, he's not expected to miss more than two his next two starts. And obviously, the one. On Friday, Bailey Falter pitched six good innings. And a quality start for Bailey Falter, I feel like, is six innings. He went from 0-3 to now he's 2-3. and And so I think that's just good that he's getting back on him. And so, like I said, the lefty Bailey Falter is going to be starting in his place for most likely his next two starts. And for the Phillies... There are only 40 games away from potentially clinching their first postseason berth in more than a decade. Hallelujah. I mean, as a Phillies fan, it's about a time. I mean, it has been like forever since they've even touched the playoffs. The first time, well, in my time in the 2000s that they did the World Series, I was young. Like, really, really young. So it's about time that they at least make the playoffs again, for crying out loud. But they need... I don't care if Wheeler misses more than two starts. We just... And I feel like Bailey Fulcher could make it out if he kind of just changes up some things. I think he'll do great. But I think it is important that we keep him... That he gets as healthy as he can, especially for the postseason. 
I, my concern is that if we put him in too early, that he'll get injured later on. And so I want to say, I want to read something that the Phillies president of baseball operations, Dave Dombrowski said, and he said this, he says, he felt by all means he could take the ball tomorrow and go out there and pitch. But when we talked about it, we also felt that we would much rather knock this thing out and not have him go out there and have him continue to deal with this the rest of the season. And so the, by the way that they're saying that, that just makes it sound like the Phillies are trying to be cautious of this, be cautious of all of it because they're trying to make sure he can play for the postseason. So that's important that, um, that they're doing that. And I think it's a good thing that they're doing that just to keep it safe. All right, and on to the star of the team, Bryce Harper, who came back on Friday. And he did an incredible in his couple days in Triple A. His Triple A stats, five for eight, a 625 average, two home runs, six RBIs, as well as he had a walk-off double on Wednesday, August 24th. And all of those stats are just in two games. Great job, had a great experience. He was DHing and he came back on Friday, which is awesome. And started off in his first at bat. And one of my favorite things about being a Phillies fan is the fact that over 30,000 showed up, which I am not surprised by any means about. But not only that, the voice that announces Bryce Harper in the name of Dan Baker. I mean, that legendary voice right when I hear it, it just brings joy to my heart. And so I'm so glad that out of all people that Dan Baker was the one who got to announce Bryce Harper's name when he came on to the field and specifically came for the his first at bat and it came in a great time bases were loaded zero outs the counts two and two and he gets a two-run single and before he hit that though all the fans are on their feet they're all cheering mvp and stuff so the two he got two run single schwarber and hoskins scored and my expectations, and I feel like this should be the expectations for everyone for Bryce Harper, and it is this. I think that with his talent, they should be getting an extra one and a half runs every single game that he plays. However, it is important that we point out this one thing. If you listen to anything, listen to this. From what I have heard and what should be happening, he should only be a DH because he still has some injuries. Still got some injuries and he will be DHing as designated hitter due to other injuries that he is dealing with. Meanwhile, still on the offensive side of the ball. Can we talk about Alec Bohm, the third baseman for the Phillies, starting third baseman? Well, I call him Alec Bohm and this is why. Think about this. He has hit 325 average with 826 OPS over his last 217 plate appearances. And 
that just shows that while Bryce was out, Alex showed up and the Phillies were 32 and 20 without Bryce Harper from June 26th to August 25th. And so that shows that he was out for two months and one day. So that's something important to point out there. And like I said, 325 average, 826 OPS. And over his 217 played, his last 217 played appearances since August 22nd. And those dates are going from the beginning of the season well, specifically over his last 217 plate appearances and the latest one, latest date being August 22nd. So from that r real stint that he was in, it goes from that big stint when, Har so from June 26th when Harper went out to August 25th, really, those, that's when the stats came. So that's just something important to point out there. So that is all I have for you talking all about the Phillies. If you want more content just like this, make sure you subscribe down below and follow us on Instagram for more content just like this. See ya.